Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, Lee, got to take credit for this when I predicted and get it right. Okay, As should. I have been, yes, on the Battleground America podcast, I've been talking about the cartel takeover of areas of our country that we will lose yep. territory, mm-hmm. literally lose sovereign territory in exactly the way that Mexico has. Mexico has no-go zones. There's a great National Geographic uh, special on it, actually. There are places in Mexico so controlled by the cartels that the military can't go in, the police can't go in. They are no-go zones. We will lose control. And then there are cities and towns that aren't formally no-go zones, but they own all the officials there, and they they act like gods. You're seeing this on the streets of New York right now. Yep. And I've exhaustively documented this Oh, you've this been talking about this for well over a year. Yeah, and the way I put it is what you're watching is the federal government and the Democrat Party merge with the cartels. I don't think it's a formal process, but it's ex- but essentially what is happening in these areas. Um, they are being allowed to come in. They're being protected. It really started under Obama. If you look up, I actually did a podcast on this within the last week, and the links are all there. 2011, Fox News broke the story. It was huge that the uh, DEA and the FBI had cut a deal with the Sinaloa cartel to they would be allowed to move guns and drugs into the country, would be untouched as long as they turned in other cartel members from other cartels. And I read that and I went, well, that's dumb. They'll do that for free. They want to eliminate the, the competition. And so they were allowed to move unimpeded back and forth. That is the beginning of the merger of the three. And we know they provided a lot of that gu- those guns because the whistleblowers told us we did during the, that whole gun running scandal, Fast and Furious. Now the cartels are turning up with U.S. military-grade weapons that are only made for the U.S. military and Mexico's de- demanding to know how do they have them. Well, my best guess is it's exactly like when we were running guns. I'm sorry, when Obama was running guns down to them. Now, with that background, listen to this. This story going down exactly as I said that it would. This is from Laura Ingram. She is documenting the merger of two gangs. Remember when we were told that, um, remember when we were told that the the Venezuela was emptying out its prisons and sending them down here? Right. Yeah, and remember when we were told that was just it was just not true. That would never happen. Uh, everything's gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Well, now they're here. The NYPD knows they're here. The FBI has just admitted they're here, and they are merging with MS13 to take over America's streets. Let that one sink in. So the two gangs are merging. There's a really scary story about it 
in the New York Post today. Here's Derek Maltz. He is the former operations director of the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration, and he is outraged by this. These are like some of the most powerful gangs in the world. They're emerging. They're growing. If you look what's going on in El Salvador now, the president, who was just reelected, he has a very tough-on-crime stance. So MS-13 gang members, they don't want to go to prison in El Salvador. He's got terror prisons. There's like 100 inmates in one cell, and they don't want to be in that cell because it's a deterrent. So they're coming to America, and they're coming here, and these Venezuelan groups that are very experienced in extortion, in killings, in, you know, in robberies, in, you know, drug trafficking, they're coming here because they're taking advantage of the wide open border, the weaknesses and vulnerabilities in this country, and of course, President Biden's soft on crime policies. And they're also going to cities like New York because of the sanctuary city laws. But isn't it interesting, Laura, that Mayor Adams is coming out now and he's talking about this is a national problem. We need a national solution. Well, guess what? You get what you ask for and elections have consequences. The Venezuelan gang, Tren Loagua, is also in Chicago and is committing brutal acts of violence of keeping its alliance together in Chicago. And again, people might think some of these robberies are one-offs, but these are highly organized, you know, mini cartels of criminals who are operating with mopeds and, and all the merchandise, we understand, is, go, is going to central locations and then being, you know, the proceeds of that being shipped out back to, back to the home base. Just this weekend, we have no less than two articles, one about the takeover of New York streets, the other one about the takeover of parts of Montana, Lee. The uh, cartels have figured out that um, the state government can't go in, the state law enforcement can't go into these Indian reservations, so they're taking them over. Because they are sovereign nations. Yeah, they are. Within our nation, yeah. Okay, where this is coming from, this really interesting article in the New York Post, deadly alliance brewing between MS-13 and bloodthirsty Venezuelan Tren de Aragua gang that's behind the NYC... Uh, cell phone robberies, the FBI fears. Okay, a brutal Venezuelan gang used the border crisis to set up in New York, join forces with MS-13, a senior FBI agent told the New York Post. Trend de Aragua, which law enforcement is warning, is rapidly expanding its criminal empire with a spate of brazen phone robberies in five bureaus. They take laptops, too. Mm-hmm. Is a priority for the FBI? John Morales said, John Morales is the special agent in charge of the El Paso division in Texas. He says the agency is closely monitoring their growth and is concerned about it forming alliance with existing networks. I don't know how you root these people out because the Venice, I'm sorry, the Mexican military is struggling to do it, but our military isn't able to operate on our soil. How will we get them out if we ever have sane leadership again? Yeah. And I think they get that and they're trying to get as entrenched as possible in these blue areas. Well, there's reports I've been hearing that that those TDA groups were, which were Venezuelan prison gangs, yeah, some of the toughest in the world, brutal, brutal, and they were flown up here by the Biden administration. That wouldn't surprise me. How did I don't know about that? How did you find out about? Well, that? there's uh, some other media sources that are saying that these people have infiltrated those groups that the Biden administration is flying in here. Oh wow. Okay, you'll have to share that with me. Okay, I didn't know yeah. that. That wow. Did they come in on the border one up? Wouldn't surprise me. That I don't know. I, I don't recall uh, that. But I mean, I, there was, if, if I remember this correctly, that was. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can yeah. go back and find that for you and, and send that to you. But that, that wouldn't w- surprise me. But that was a report I heard, I believe, yesterday, 
that uh, it certainly was this group, this uh, TDA is what they are referred to as, that are doing these moped uh, thefts. And it, it's, that's their modus operandi is they sit there on the mopeds. You've got a driver and you've got a, an accomplice and they'll grab cell phones out of people's hands as, as they are walking the streets of New York. And then they empty your bank accounts. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Biden brought them up here because uh, they had a special immigration category for, for Venezuelans. That was exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And they are one of those eligible to use the right. CPB1 app to break the law in partnership with the federal government. They're still illegal. It just helps them get into the country. Wow. You mean so you're talking about the gangsters? Yeah. We're never going to get these people out. And think about what else is going on. We documented just like off Brooklyn. There's that whole Cartagena style uh, open sex, like streets of open sex trade where they're selling juveniles. And the NYPD was incredibly frustrated. It was a couple months ago because they want to go in there and do stings and clean it out. The cartels are bringing them in and they can't. And ter- they won't let them. The, the, the leadership won't let them in, in, in New York. I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking back to 2016 when Donald Trump came out and said he was running for president and talked about the migration problems that we're having. I'm sure. And as he said, I'm sure there's some nice people, but there's a lot of drug dealers and human traffickers and everything. Everything he was talking about right there has come true and is going on. Once again, all of it. It's worse. It's worse than what Trump said. Trump was understated. Now, if you look at how it is, I mean, how bad it is. Uh, The gang's name translates to train of Aragua, referring to a province in north central Venezuela. Um, Its origins are Venezuelan prisons. It is exploded into Colombia, Peru and Chile, uh, where it is known for brutal torture and murder of its victims, including prostitutes whom it routinely executes to take control of. Uh, of the sex trade they're making inroads they say in new york chicago miami where gang members recently uh, were arrested after the murder of a retired venezuelan officer who apparently was from venezuela and they hunted him down wow these gangs there's nowhere in the world you can hide from them now is there no no in lima the new york post writes peru the gang uh, murdered rival pimps and prostitutes to gain control of the sex trade they're saying basically that they say that's essentially what's going on now in New York. You know, I'm just wondering if we're not going to have to reinstitute the mafia to let them take care of the other gangs. Yeah. Is there anyone we could bring but, from Italy? Can, Are can there we, any of them left? Well, or? Can we just get some good old American mafia mafioso and uh, get them to, uh, you know, stand up for our country and, and defeat these uh, criminal gangs that are coming in from, uh, you know, Central and South America? I'll tell you who could defeat them. Good old boys from the backwoods. Well, yeah. But you know what? Notice the timing here. We just watched the Democrats um, file what? The anti-militia bill. Mm -hmm. You can't get more un-American than that because that was the whole purpose of the Second Amendment. It's right there in the amendment, right? Knowing that our governments would get so corrupt, the citizens would just have to do something about, you know, all kinds of things. You could form a militia. What do they want to do at exactly this time when, as you just said, they're flying them into the country. They want to make sure nobody can hurt their voters. They want to make sure nobody can hurt these cartels. They want to make sure nobody can say, you know what? I'm done with this. We're going to war. These are international criminals. Our military can't operate on our soil, so we're going to go get them. They want to stop that. That's what this would do. It would criminalize militias. And not just criminalize militias, but criminalize organizing as a militia before you even do anything. I don't know. I just think the timing of that is weird. Yeah. Anyway, they are allegedly merging with MS-13 on the streets of New York, and they're running territory. Which, if you think about it, that is what we saw. That's what I've been getting at. Both of these major shootings that happened— that we have, so with the beating and the shooting, had one thing in common. Somebody walked up to one of these thugs 
and said, hey, you know what? You got to leave the store. You, you, can't, you can't steal that stuff. And he shot at her and hit a tourist because yeah. she disrespected him. You know, it's not like he was resisting arrest and the officer didn't notice the gun. He shot at her for questioning him. Why? That is their culture. You don't question a gang member. Same thing. Um, that was the 15-year-old. And then he's running away and the police are chasing him and he shoots at them. He opens fire twice. Same thing again with the guys who beat the police officer. Again, this is what blows me away. They were not arresting him. They just asked them to move on. That's all they did. And these gang members turned on the police and beat them. Lee, we haven't seen anything like this. No. Normally, a good old-fashioned police beating, which has happened in America, obviously, would be resisting arrest, right? No. They're like, no, this is our territory. You stay away. You're NYPD. You got no say here. We have liberal privilege. You do not. That's what that was. They were laughing at us as they went out of court. And Democrats were fine with it, or they wouldn't have let them out. Oh, this is going to get crazy. This is going to get nuts. Can you imagine four more years of Biden, what it would be like? (laughs) You're not going to be able to to go to... Cities, you ju- you can't go. No go zone already. I mean, you just can't. You can't go. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Texter writes, Texter writes on the common sense, re- I'm sorry, it's the car pros. Text line 71307. Tara, you must be mistaken. Democrat Nancy Pelosi always assured us that MS-13 are harmless. You know, like cute, cuddly kittens. I forgot that. Now the FBI is like, yeah, they're kind of merging with that other cartel there and taking over New York. Oh, and uh, Chicago. Oh, and parts of Miami, too. Yeah, it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what that reminded me? Remember when Trump referred specifically to MS-13 as animals. Remember, that was after a series of violent beheadings and stabbings where bodies, including the bodies, one of the bodies was a teenager, were dumped. 
You know, and you wonder, are Democrats really this? You have to wonder all the time, are they evil? Are they just stone cold evil? Or are they just so clueless? They're just hopelessly lost in the woods. And, you know, your text reminded me of that. So this was Nancy Pelosi um, responding to Trump when she called specifically MS-13 animals. And that was specifically after a set of very brutal murders on our soil. Take a listen to Nancy Pelosi. They, you know, they could be this clueless. Maybe they're just, you know, so far out to lunch, they just need to be medicated and locked up somewhere where they can't rule or make decisions that affect us. These aren't people. These are animals. You have to wonder, does he not believe in the spark of divinity, the dignity and worth of every person? These are not people. These are animals. The president of the United States. Every day that you think you've seen it all, along comes another manifestation of why their policies are so inhumane and why we have to continue the debate striving for bipartisanship with openness about what is what is at stake and what the choices are and to be unifying in every way possible calling people animals is not a good thing again she's talking about msnbc i mean sorry Easy mistake to make. She's talking about MS-13. I know it's all the same thing. Anyway, and we're now finding out from the FBI, they're merging with Trent, with Trent de Aragua taking over parts of the country. Just as I told you, I told you it was coming. Look, when there's a vacuum, they come in and fill it. Do what they do. Oh, it's going to be bloody. What do the headless bodies start showing up? They already have in some places. Going to be nuts. All right. Speaking of crime... Can't do crime without the Bidens. Oh, my gosh. The transcript of Biden crime family business manager Tony Bobolinsky is incredible. He testified before Congress, and it just gives you an idea of, I mean, when you look at you read this and you see what the FBI has to cover up for here, what the CIA has to cover up for here, it's really, truly daunting. Here's what he says. I'm reading from the testimony. The Biden family business was Joe Biden, period. Other key players have made this point clear as well, he said before Congress. Hunter Biden himself has adamantly stated it in a variety of communications, as did other Biden family business associates, Devin Archer, in his testimony last year. Foreign nationals on the other side of these transactions, including China, Ukraine, Romania, have also explained how and why these transactions took place. Once again, I would call it extensive evidence. Now listen to this part. The Chinese Communist Party, through its surrogate, Chinese Energy Company Limited, or CEFC, a CCP, Chinese Communist Party, linked Chinese energy conglomerate successfully sought to infiltrate and compromise Joe Biden and the Obama-Biden White House. Again, this is the business manager who literally facilitated the payments from China to Hunter. This process started in the fourth quarter, he says, of 2015 and continued through when Joe Biden left office in January 2017 to March of 2018, when CEFC Chairman Yi was detained for corruption in China, never to be seen again. This is the guy Hunter refers to as my business partner, the spy chief of China. Note that in October 21st, on October 21st, 2015, Joe Biden announced he would not seek the presidency in 2016. It is not a coincidence that CEFC's aggressive approach to the Biden family happened around the same time. It is also not a coincidence that CEFC used the Biden family's weakest link, 
Hunter Biden and the promise of large sums of money to the tune of, listen to this, tens of millions of dollars initially and eventually the profits from investing billions of dollars in the United States and around the world. Before we begin this in-depth testimony under penalty of perjury, Bobulinski told Congress, and charges of obstruction of Congress, I would like to highlight a few critically important facts. One, Joe Biden, he says, was aware of the CEFC transaction, enabled it, had a constitutional responsibility and obligation to the American people to shut it down before it began. This is because CEFC has been identified as a known surrogate of the Chinese Communist Party by the U.S. government and prosecutors in the Southern District of New York as far back as 2016, possibly earlier. I would encourage Congress to gather all of the exact facts facts and dates. It's clear to me that alarm bells should have been going off in the Obama-Biden White House and that Joe Biden should have been aware that his own administration had red flagged CEFC as a tool of the Chinese Communist Party. This should have made any business transaction with CEFCA non-starter. I personally met with Joe Biden in Los Angeles in May of 2017 multiple times, Bobolinsky says, to discuss the broad contours of our business dealings. The only reason Joe Biden met with me privately during the Millican Institute Global Conference that seated me at the head of his table was because I was a business associate of the Biden family. Joe Biden's immediate family members were enriched to the tune of tens of millions of dollars from some of our most dangerous adversaries, including, listen, this is a guy who was on the inside. He was the manager for one of these companies, including Chinese Communist Party and players from Russia, Russia, Ukraine, Romania, Kazakhstan, and other foreign nations and entities. It is my educated belief dating back to Q clearance briefings I received in the Navy and continuing through recent discussions with experts that under U.S. corruption laws, Political office holders can be held as responsible for the immediate family members who are receiving money directly, can be held as responsible as the immediate family members who are receiving money directly. This makes common sense and Americans understand this. The facts we are going to discuss today appear to me to present disturbing evidence, uh, which these committees should then thoroughly investigate with respect to possible violations by Joe Biden of the Foreign Agents Registration Act anti-corruption and public integrity statutes, the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, and the Racketeer-Influenced Corruption Organization. Okay, one thing he does that's very interesting there. He's saying Obama knew. Obama knew. Why? Why would Obama let Joe sidle up to the Chinese like this under Obama's name? Because he felt protected by the Pentagon. This was their bioweapons program. Hunter was their bioweapons dealer. China was a key part of that. It's where the bioweapon of COVID and many others was developed. That's why. China was a partner here in more than just enriching the Bidens. They were a partner in getting rid of Donald Trump by killing his economy through the extremely conveniently timed release of COVID. He continues, the Biden family, Joe's son, Hunter, and his brother, Jim, knowingly and aggressively defrauded me as the CEO of Sinohawk Holdings and as a member of Oneida Holdings in July 2017. They put Joe Biden, the rest of the Biden family, smack in the middle of, listen to this, a $9 billion, with a B, $9 billion transaction between Russia and China involving Qatar. I don't even know that one. Specifically, the Qatar Investment Authority and help CEFC, that's the Chinese government front agency, navigate through various interests, issues with Patrick Ho, a CEFC executive who was arrested for corruption in New York in 2017. 
Joe Biden's status as the head of the family served in an enforcement role. For example, when Hunter stated deliberately that his dad, Joe, was sitting right next to him while demanding immediate payment of the $10 million CEFC had committed to the Biden family, as well as when Hunter demanded CEFC circumvent Sinohawk holdings. Wow, Russia was in the middle of that. Where's that money? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Let's jump on the Common Sense Retirement Planning at Texlan. Text rates, hey, Tara, first, you must have real prosecutions of courts that aren't corrupt. We've lost our judicial system over woke political rec- correctness. Now we're prosecuting parents for poor parenting. Uh, another text rates, Tara, this is because Joe Biden's business is why he can in good faith say they were not involved in Hunter's businesses. Text rates, hey, Tara, Joe Biden is a spy who has committed espionage. He is a traitor. Think about that. I sort of bookends this entire show today where, look, think about this. Where we learn, we're learning that it appears the CIA coordinated, and if this is true, we're in a lot more trouble than we even realize. Because this, this shows you the merger of the CIA and the other foreign intelligence agencies. They're called Five A's. Uh, but it's basically UK, Australia, New Zealand, um... And uh, Canada. Coming together, working with the CIA to surveil Trump's associates, 26 of them, to come up with misinformation about them. Wow. But what does it show you? Why would they do this? Well, he's corrupt. He's in deals with Russia. He's in deals with, he's owned by Russia. Why? Because they were. Because they were. This is what they always do when they get in trouble. They accuse you of whatever they're in trouble for. Again, I always tell you, when I think of Robert Mueller, I think of chlorine. Now I smell chlorine. My son was in swim lessons then. And I sat there during that. He went through like this intensive week of swim lessons. I sat there and read the whole Mueller report, even the footnotes. And the thing that was most astonishing about the Mueller report, given all the hype around it, because they were going to get Trump, man. They were, they had him. They were going to get, the media was reporting it as fact. It was, Trump was done. They were going to find the Russian money. What do I always tell you? Not a penny. They couldn't find a penny. They went all the way back to the condo deals he did in the 90s. And it got so desperate. At one point, remember Rachel Maddow trying to assure us, those Russians paid him off in the 90s. They knew he was going to be president in the 90s. Well, shoot. They played, paid Joe Biden off in 2015, 2016. I mean, that's what we're hearing here. And it shows you what is beneath the surface. Why would Obama go along with that? That is what Tony Bobolinsky is asking yesterday. What are all these people up to? And that is the question. Again, I mean, it's this part of the testimony under oath. And by the way, at the beginning of this, Bobolinsky emphasizes to Congress, I am under oath. 
I take this seriously. This happened. I was their business manager for Sinohawk. I met with Joe Biden about his business dealings with CEFC. Listen to this. They, talking about the family, uh, Biden's family, they put Joe Biden and the rest of the Biden family smack in the middle. This is after the tens of millions he got from CEFC, which is just a Chinese Communist Party front. They put Joe Biden and the rest of the Biden family smack in the middle of a $9 billion transaction between Russia and China involving Qatar. Again, I don't know that one, and I know these cases really well. Nine bi- The Biden family smack in the middle of a $9 billion transaction between Russia and China involving Qatar? How do you get away with this? Actually, I already know the answer to my question. You are the bioweapons dealer for the Obama regime in the Pentagon. That's how you get away with it. You got as much compromise on them as they got on you. Plus, they need you because nobody else is dumb enough to do that. They needed a drug-addicted guy and a dad who was willing to sell out his son. Because guess what? They're both psychopaths. Maybe they are. It's classic. Help CEFC navigate. They put Joe Biden and the rest of his family smack in the middle of a $9 billion transaction between Russia and China involving Qatar, specifically the Qatar Investment Authority, and helped CEFC, that's the Chinese entity, navigate through various issues before Patrick Ho, a CEFC executive, was arrested for corruption in New York in November 2017. Remember what that case was like? That was an astonishing case because the Justice Department went after Ho and convicted him. And you know what Ho was convicted of? Bribes, paying bribes. But the jury was not allowed to see the names on some of the emails because it was thought it would prejudice them, or that was the argument that was made anyway. So they struck the name. They redacted the names on the emails. They convicted Ho for bribery. Do you know whose names were on those emails? Remember the story from the New York Post? Because they got it like a year and a half ago. It was the Bidens. So literally our Justice Department sent Patrick Ho to prison for bribing the Bidens and hid the Biden part of it. They must have wanted Ho under their control. I don't know why else they do this. Normally they're okay with Chinese bribing. High-ranking Democrats. For example, uh, okay, Joe's Biden's status at the head of the family served as an enforcement role. For example, when Hunter stated deliberately that his father, Joe, was sitting next to him while demanding immediate payment of $10 million from CEFC uh, that they had committed to giving the Biden family, as well as when Hunter demanded CEFC circumvent Sinohawk Holdings, the Biden family violated their fiduciary uh, duties to Sinohawk and Oneida as they enriched themselves at the CEFC trough. Bobolinsky continues, U.S. law enforcement appears to have been singularly unwilling to speak to me or to hear the facts we will be discussing today. I have never been contacted to provide testimony nor asked to speak with anyone connected with Joe Biden's administration, including his Department of Justice, the FBI, the Internal Revenue Service or local law enforcement. That includes U.S. Attorney David Weiss for the District of Delaware. Any of several grand juries I know were convened after my name become publicly known. So this is the guy who has the receipts. This is the guy who was the business manager. And now these people want to talk to him. So he goes on when they weren't con- when they didn't contact him. He says, October 23rd, 2020, I voluntarily walked into the Washington field office of the FBI with several phones, con- phones containing years of encrypted communications between me and numerous members of the Biden family and their associates wonder where those are. That conversation, which was subject to false statement statutes, because remember, it's illegal to lie to the FBI. They just lie to you. That's how that works. Uh, lasted many hours 
and was never followed up upon by anyone in government or law enforcement in any way. So he walks in, he forces them. He says, listen, I've got all the, I've got the proof. It's right here. They don't want it. Rather, when the House Ways and Means Committee recently released the FBI 302 report of that meeting, Hunter Biden's lawyers laughably tried to use a single note-taking error by a junior FBI agent to accuse me falsely of lying about my attendance in a meeting with Hunter Biden and CEFC in Miami. Wow. Wonder how much they made from Russia in that deal. Just wonder. Because, boy, you know... Biden talks a lot of smack about Russia, but Russia's done very well under Biden. I mean, they got all that nice Ukrainian territory. Yeah, they got all that. I mean, look, they're rich now because Joe Biden uh, essentially sanctioned Americans. But let Russia continue selling their natural resources. I mean, it's just it's weird. It's just weird. I almost forgot this. Oh, my gosh. Catherine Herridge laid off by CBS. Um, Just after she reported on the Joe Biden docs. And here's what she got. Just to recap this, because the media was treating this like, oh, it's just, you know, six documents. No big deal. They were repeating the lie of the Biden attorneys. Well, it turns out it's more than 300 documents. And he stole them. What he was doing, you know, the presidential briefing book, right? It's very iconic. It's in so many movies. Yeah, that. Okay, only the president's supposed to see that. What Barack Obama did was an executive order to let Chairman Ho see it too. Huge mistake, it turns out. Chairman Ho, because he was vice president, was not allowed to take it home. He could only view it in a skiff, which is this enclosed, very private area. Because that's, that's how big a deal those secrets are. I mean, those are the nation's secrets. The briefing book every day, right? Joe Biden was stealing briefing books. He was taking them home. That is a crime. Every instance is a crime. He was also ripping out pages of briefing books. When they managed on a rare occasion to get them back from Chairman Ho, pages were ripped out and not returned. Again, it was illegal for him to do that. When Trump took classified data, Presidential Records Act, he can declassify just for think- by thinking about it. He's the executive. He do whatever he wants. Chairman Ho can. Catherine Herridge had just broken the news that the pages missing... The missing Intel data, which they actually had a security team running around Joe Biden trying to get it, was from the same countries Joe was shaking down. In other words, what it's very clearly looks like, and Catherine Harridge just reported this, is that Joe's selling our secrets. That's what I mean. That's what the media would say if Trump did it. This is the Trump family. That's what because it's obvious. It's obvious it was what he was doing. And in other cases, he would go into the skiff and he would take notes on the presidential briefing, uh, which is just as bad, and walk out with them. And so Catherine Harridge broke that. That was a big story. And she just got fired. You know, although I will say, I, I and it did, they didn't say it was because of that. It's just people are looking at the timing. She'll land somewhere. She's a very good reporter. I always thought she was a really weird fit at CBS because everything she reports, I mean, they had to have been getting phone calls from the White House. I mean, the White House will have you censored. They tried to ban books on Amazon. So I was, and apparently she was clashing with an executive over there who's a big woke because I mean, I can imagine it makes them very uncomfortable to tell the truth. It is not their, you know, not in their nature to do that. They, they like to lie, especially for their own or about everybody else. So it must have just been too much for her. But she'd been clashing with this executive anyway. It's just interesting that after she gets that break, which pretty much, you know, is very damning to Chairman Ho, suddenly she's out. Now, they did have a big firing there. They had a bloodbath firing at Paramount Global. 800 people losing their jobs because no one wants their crappy product. 
except for uh, Catherine Herridge's work. She'll land somewhere. She'll probably end up back at Fox. She's a great reporter. And one of the few who truly you don't know where she's coming from, like right, left, nobody. She's just a good reporter. Anyway, a New York Post suggested there might be more than just cost-cutting. The notes, they note sources said Herridge had clashed with CBS News President Ingrid Cyprian Matthews, who is a major woke. CBS isn't talking, uh, and Catherine Herridge will no longer be telling the truth to liberals who are in such desperate need of truth because they don't get it from their media. So sad to be see her go. She'll go somewhere. She'll end up somewhere. Um, but maybe not this week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.